Hi, Sharon. Hi, Edward. Good to see you. Thank you for joining, tuning in. Uh, let me start the, um, the live streaming. Um, give me a second. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Mark, Carla. Good to see you joining uh, Chi Talk. Uh, we uh, we had a really uh, a lot of information last time <clears throat> about uh, digestive health and diet, and it's it's a huge topic. It's a huge topic not only in uh, Chinese medicine but also in modern medicine. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of diet and uh, uh, different things that you know eat and not eat and what you put into your body is very important uh, uh, I know in in western culture is uh, it's it's a it's a big big topic and uh, in Chinese culture and medicine it's it's also uh, it's a big topic but in a different way so it's it's a different paradigm we look at things differently and we started to talk about it last time and I wanted to kind of complete the talk because there's other things that I wanted to share also and uh, so this is why we are here today so uh, for anybody that is uh, doesn't know me that is online my name is Ellie Cohen I'm a medical Qigong practitioner and energy healing coach and I've been teaching for uh, over 10 years and sharing uh, wisdom from the Tao uh, especially in Qigong in movement practice and uh, most recently, I've started this uh, Chi Talks, which uh, kind of like uh, are talks where we can talk about different topics and we kind of uh, understand a little deeper why we're doing certain things uh, in Qigong uh, and also in Chinese medicine. So kind of like a meld to give people a little bit more wider information uh, and understanding on on this practice, and this is really what excite me about social media and about about communication uh, online uh, platforms that we can actually share this information, this amazing technology that that came from China thousands of years ago, and how relevant it is to our current life. How uh, if we can really uh, you know, base our lifestyle on some ancient principles that are really developed over thousands of years, we can really tap into our own self-healing and our own healing potential. And this is uh, something that is uh, is very um, available to you. And, 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 you know, in Chinese medicine and Chinese culture, it's actually, if you go to China, if you, if you, see how people live, how people eat, uh, it's, 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 it very much matches the Taoist, uh, Taoist philosophy and Chinese medicine. So, uh, so these, and also in India, Ayurvedic medicine and how the, how the food, how the way of life really influence the, 
uh, the the current culture and and there's a reason why things are done this way and so it's it's uh, and here we are in the west and uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stress there's a lot of ailments and there's a lot of people with uh, that rely on on medication and so uh, I think this is a, a it's a it's very important to share information and to kind of uh, go back to our the origin and to see how we can support ourselves how we can heal ourselves um from within it's really about preventative medicine you know western medicine is not about preventative it's it's you go there when you're sick already so there's nothing there's no information in western medicine about how to prevent disease how to live a life that is full of energy of of happiness and and all that stuff is it, there's no information in western medicine when western medicine is here only when you are already sick and so so that's that's very important and and where do we get this information so we can look at at uh at actually the most ancient medicine on the planet uh that developed over thousands of years and to see if if we can uh, uh you know get get some of this information and into our life and how it can um empower us how can it makes us feel better so with no further ado <laughs> sorry for this uh, big introduction but uh really it's 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 about spreading this uh this word and uh thumbs up thank you edward and see 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 how we can uh how we can find balance within ourselves with all this crazy stuff that's going around us and there's no if you're looking for, to find a stress and it's very easy uh, how can we find peace within how can we how can we heal ourselves uh so uh so this is why i i teach qigong and uh why i do these uh online little uh classes um that are free and complimentary let's start with a little bit of a mindfulness practice <laughs> and mindfulness practice is very important to your to your mental health and to your to the health of your body so let's close our eyes and literally what we do in a mindfulness practice is we are kind of like filling the body with our mind so just close your eyes and just instead of thinking just feeling feeling the form and shape of your body enter the body so fill your body with mind mindfulness the mind fills up the body fully and travel through the body to see just to see what sensation you feel what feelings is the tightness is the heaviness is the pain it's flowing tingling sensation throbbing sensation heat cold respiration whatever you feel in your body just discover notice the pressure that your body put on the chair or 
Or is it the chair pressuring your body from the bottoms up? Which is which? And as you feel your body and form and shape, noticing that you're breathing also. See if you can feel the heartbeat. So the first step of mindfulness is to come into the body. That's the first step. As you become more sensitive to your own body, to your own physical body, then you can become more sensitive to the, to the surrounding, to the earth beneath you, to the sky above you. to the room that you're sitting in and whatever energy there is in this room, beyond the wall of the room in nature. All around you. So as you inhale, you take energy from nature, from the universe, from all From that vastness of energy around you and it becomes part of you and when you exhale you give your own energy to the universe back into the universe so there's a reciprocation giving and receiving And when this reciprocation is balanced, you can find peace. When you understand, I'm in my body. I take energy in from outside. I cherish, I love the outside. I love myself, I love the outside. When I take an inhale, I inhale love. I inhale abundance. And when I exhale, I give that to the universe back. When the breath in and the breath out are similar in length, force, and depth, you are in peace. Nice. Let's from here, let's open slowly the eyes. Beautiful. Yeah, a moment of mindfulness, it's all we need. Sometimes just five minutes can really clear the mind and we can see even differently. We can hear differently. So, so this whole uh, reciprocation of energy coming into the body and out of the body is what we're doing with the breath. And we also do this with food. 
<laughs> with water, with what we put into our body, we take we take energy from outside and it becomes us. And then we we also eliminate from, from the from the lungs out, from the food goes out back into nature. So this is uh you know in the air we do it through the lungs and and through the uh with food we're doing it through the digestive system and it is a stronger process it's a, a much more um involved practice air is very light food is very dense yeah and uh if we if we feel any discomfort any issues with digestive system and we want this process to be easier we want to break down the density of the food to um you know and this is how i healed myself i know a lot of people that listen to it some people are here just to get some information and some people really struggle with some digestive issue or pain or there's crohn disease there's all kinds of uh, conditions uh any condition would be beneficial if you uh uh, uh, put less tax on the digestive system. The digestive system works really, really hard. And uh, this is why in a lot of practices, a lot of meditation practices, a lot of spiritual practices, fasting is the way to connect to God. Because when we are not, uh, when we are not uh, digesting food, we're not doing this very heavy work, physical work, our spirit can lift up. Our, we are where it can be, we are also healing. So in Taoist tradition, and we talked about it in uh, in the twist of longevity, longevity practices in Taoist is really big about aging. We did a talk about aging, if you remember. Fasting or inter- intermittent fasting. Uh, and, 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 you know, in Taoist tradition, once a month, we, we fast the whole day. You know, some Taoists do it once a week, even the whole day to regenerate the liver, to regenerate the organs. So the the digestive process takes a big toll on the body. And as we are uh, aging, we we want to have, we want to, uh, you know, increase our lifespan. We want to have less of an impact. So to eat something very dense and very heavy to digest, like a steak (laughs) would be really hard. So, and and if you, um, if any of you, have any digestive issues you want to kind of break out this density of food make it similar to air very light very easy already partly broken down to to aid in the digestive system and this is part of what chinese medicine is if you go to china if you know chinese cuisine you know here in america their chinese cuisine is very uh uh, very saucy. There's a lot of sauces. Very fried and and uh, fried food is not good for spleen, by the way. And also, very salty food is not good. But uh, in in Chinese um, uh, medicine, we say about we talk about lightly cooked vegetables. So we don't want to eat it raw. We want to break it down a little bit, but not completely to to uh, kind of scrape up all the nutrients from, from the food. So we, wanna, we want to uh, lightly cook vegetables. And in terms, and I didn't talk about it last time, but in terms of like uh, the ratio of, uh, of what we eat, we want to eat a completely balanced diet. So I know there's a lot of uh, diet out there that say keto, only meat, only this. There's so many 
uh, fads of what to eat, and none of them are really sustainable. There's a reason why there's there's fruit on the trees and there's uh, and there's there's grains and there's everything you need to eat everything you need to really nourish yourself with everything this is what we believe in Chinese medicine and in terms of ratio we want to have 60 percent this is this is this is how it is when I have 60 percent of your diet is vegetables actually so over half of your what you eat would be vegetables that's enormous amount like giving what we know in Western diet and lightly lightly broken down so either steamed or like uh, sauteed we want to break it down a little bit but 60% vegetables that's a lot and, and if we think about it and what usually people are eating and then only 10% is meat and yes we do uh, in Chinese medicine, we do recommend to eat meat. So, uh, but it's almost like a spice. If you think about 10%, if you look at your plate, only 10 tenth of the whole amount is meat. It's almost like adding a, a little spice. That's the, the place of meat. So it's, it's really predominantly uh, vegetables, you know, so 60% and then another 10% um uh, meat so it's that 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 makes 70 percent so that's that's the ratio in in uh that's the recommendation in traditional chinese medicine and uh the rest 30 percent are somewhere in between legumes grains and uh and nuts you know things like that so but 70 percent would be would be 10 percent meat and 60 percent veggies and uh, that goes along with with what we know about how vegetables are so good for you and so good for digestive system, all the fiber, yeah. And so the fruits are also not mentioned here. So the fruits are one of the, just the 30% that left. So we have in the 30% that's left from the 70, we have nuts, legumes, grains, and fruits. So this is, this is how we... Um, this is this is how we see it in uh, in Chinese medicine. This is the this is the ratio. Some diet in in Chinese medicine give more uh, a bigger portion for um, for uh, grains. So they say only forty percent vegetables, and then thirty percent grains. Uh, so say that vegetable is between forty and sixty percent. <laughs> of your plate so that's that's really uh that's really how a per, uh, like a person should eat every day this is how you keep your digestive system flowing and healthy um in terms of uh, qigong practices again i highly recommend the the qi breaks uh the one that you sit on the floor and do the chine tsang massage this is a really really powerful way to um to to move things in the digestive tract and to bring healing energy in the digestive tract and 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 this season we're doing all the uh you know the practices are uh digestive practice so if you'd like to see what what is uh qigong for digestive system just come on thursday at noon or if you're a chi chi break member you know you, you can uh, it's all recorded you can watch the full classes 
for digestive system and and how to do meridian line stretching and how to connect the digestive so the liver is a big portion of of tonifying the digestive system and the kidney the kidney would be very important the kidney is in the back it's the back side of the belly so we always heal the the front with the back the yin how do you heal the yin from the yang yeah so the the lower back would be very important strengthening the lower back strengthening the kidney chi having a good sleep one thing that is very important in uh, uh, in replenishing the strengthening the digestive system is to to be grounded yeah again we talked about it last time it's the earth element in Chinese medicine the uh, the stomach digestive system is the earth element so being grounded uh, is very important being grounded in your body yeah feeling even even not traveling when people are traveling they're having problems with their digest- digestive system yeah even my dog when i take her when she travels with me to go out to palm springs or back she doesn't eat very well she doesn't drink so when we travel we're not grounded yeah traveling is uh kind of pushing out of center there's there's ways to be more grounded when you travel i worked with a flight attendant that has a lot of problem and really healed through some uh through some practices to that are grounding practices because when you travel a lot the digestive system is is not working as well that's it's known and and one more thing that we talked about just to mention it that overthinking worrying stress it's known it's already measured when you're stressed the nutrients are not being absorbed by the the small intestine as much so when you are in a state of stress it's not good to eat and to be stressed at the same time <laughs> a lot of people that's what actually encouraged them to eat because they're stressed out. <laughs> i'm a little stressed I'm going to take and eat something, <laughs> right? Especially something sweet. So, <laughs> but really sugar is, uh, is, is, is almost like a poison in Chinese medicine, if you believe it or not. It's like sugar, like refined sugar is, is, uh, is very inflammatory. And if we're talking about inflammatory things for the gut, sugar is the first one. Next one would be alcohol and and then you you have um all the um breads and uh, excessive you know all the uh, pastries and things like that and uh fried food is very inflammatory so fried food would be uh very hard on the spleen now the spleen meridian is probably all acupuncturists. probably would agree with me that this is the most problematic meridian <laughs> spleen meridian is the most problem and if you if you want to add more trouble to the trouble then eat fried food so so you, you really you really don't want to eat fried food no fried fries and um all of this is very yummy but it's very very hard on on the liver on digestive system like fried oil really bad It's good to eat fats, but like avocado is good fats, so you can eat good fats, but um uh yeah, big no no on fried food. 
And, uh, and again, for anybody that wants to uh, learn more or ask questions, maybe we should open it now for questions because it's, I see that I already talk a lot. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see if there's any questions. Yes, go ahead. Edward, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, uh, you cut out when you said Edward, so I didn't hear that part. First of all, <laughs> on a business marketing thing, listen to your opening. It was the best opening ever. And in, in the context of that, I would get that out, that brief, whatever, three, five minutes on the internet, and you will attract so many people with what you were saying. It wasn't even a sales pitch. It was like, if you're smart enough, listen to this and follow me and you'll heal. So, you know, chi breaks every, I mean, this is, that was a great tool. Uh, I got so much out of it and, you know, I've been here and everyone, you know, has been with you for such a long time. Uh, but, but that was incredible. The other thing is uh, what you're saying. I've been on the keto diet and as of coming back from Alaska, whatever, 10 days ago, I was down 29 pounds, but in traveling, I wasn't a hundred percent keeping keto going. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had the bread. I had some incredible desserts, Um, (laughs) you know, but what you're, what you said to me just now in the opening and then through this conversation was so powerful because when I got home, and I dropped another four pounds, and I, oh, wait till I see when I'm on the scale what's going to happen. I, what? I'm less than when I left here, and I ate like a king, you know, and, <laughs> you know, eating the grapes and doing everything, but, you know, kept keto balance in mind, but whatever the word is, cheated with the bread and, you know, some grains and, you know, and, and I got to keep away from the carbs because the carbs turn to sugar. I got to keep away from desserts. But some of them were like, hey, I'm only here once in Alaska. I got to do this. And then so what you're saying and what I've always learned is never be 100 percent anything, 100 percent keto, 100 percent this, 100 percent that. But, you know, so if you want a nut or you want an extra uh, piece of dessert, do it as long as in, in the basis of it, it's just a, a very you know small amount. So thank you for what you said. I think it was yeah, very powerful. I, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Edward. I, I like what you're saying. It's like, we don't need to stress over diet too. I mean, it, it, food should really enhance our life and, and that's very important. And, uh, and you don't want to, another thing to stress on definitely not on food you you, you want to enjoy food you want to enjoy eating and uh you know part of uh you know the recommendation in chinese medicine is to eat happy to eat with friends with other people to have good conversation to enjoy food and this is how it's being digested better and uh and 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 yeah you can you can eat a, you know, if you feel like eating this or that sometimes, you know, you, you, we, we don't want to be so stricter with ourselves that we are, we are not enjoying life. You know, you know, the, the saying in, in Chinese culture is, is first happiness and then health. And the, the third is good life. Yeah. So this is a blessing in, in, in Chinese. It's everybody bless each other. 
happiness, health, and long life. And happiness is the first thing. And if you're happy, you're healthy. Yeah. Uh, if you're happy, then you're healthy. So it's very important. Happiness, your emotional state is more important than your diet. And I had a, a grandmaster that kept saying it to people. Your, your, your emotional state. He just said it like that. And I was like, I, I think I like it. This is really good. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's true. And when you feel good, when you're happy, when you, that's why people are trying to, everybody looking for love. Everybody wants, because when you're in love, when you are in a good state, when you're emotionally uh, happy, you, actually your immune markers uh, going up 30 to 50%. It's a lot. When you are depressed, they're going down 30 and 50%. So your emotional state is very important. And uh, I just want to add that in, in terms of diet, because overthinking, worrying, stress, all this taxing the digestive system tremendously. And a lot of problem in digestive system is just uh, stress, accumulated stress. And, um, and it's very important to, uh, to have a, a balanced diet and, and, and yeah, not, not to be uh, super strict with anything, but, but in general, we want to, we want to keep our veggie intake to, to 40 to 50%. That's a lot. I don't think anybody eats like that. I don't eat like, I don't eat 50% veggies. I have, I have to admit, but this is the the recommendation. So it just tells you, like, if you want to shift your, you know, I started to cook some, some actually Chinese food that has a lot of vegetables in it. And I, I'm getting, nowadays, I'm getting much more veggies than I used to get, just because I'm cooking kind of like more Asian food now, which, which is great. And I lightly saute the vegetables and, and all that. And it's really, really good, really great for you. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Edward, for this. Thank you, Edward. So, with that, could I just wish everybody a very prosperous and sweet new year? And it's the time to fast. And by the way, I'm doing intermittent fasting. Great, great book, Intermittent Fasting. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing because I only eat eight hours a day, lost mm -hmm. my hunger at 10 o'clock at night for a bowl of cereal. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't eat till 12 o'clock and I stop eating by eight o'clock. And mm -hmm. it's, a it's amazing how you feel yeah. empty, yeah. but energy. Yeah, yeah. It's so important. Fasting is really, it, it actually showed to regenerate the liver completely. You can completely heal the liver from just stop eating, just drink water for a day, a whole day. And your liver, it, it's been shown actually. So your internal organ can regenerate themselves just by in, incorporating fasting. Like in Taoist, again, in Taoist uh, tradition is like a weekly, like one day is a fast day. It's a right. lot, <laughs> it's a lot, but uh, that would be lengthening your, <laughs> your, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful practice and I, I've done it. I have, I have not done it once a week, but I have done it and uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's, uh, it's a very, very powerful and very strengthening, actually strengthening more than, um, so somebody wrote here, uh, Gail, okay, tremendous to your health. Barbecue, barbecue is also... It's, yeah, it's sugar, it's sugar. <laughs> yeah, barbecue. So grilled um, grilled meat is really, is, 
we know that it's, it's pretty carcinogenic. Um, you know, we want to, uh, we want to avoid if we are, uh, eating meat, we want to, uh, uh, definitely not <laughs> barbecuing it on the grill. <laughs> Ellie. Yeah. Ellie. Also the course you gave us when COVID started that we did. And you said, drink two glasses of water before you start your day. Thank you for that. Cause yeah. that started me and everyone. It's so simple. I, I bring up two glasses of water. And when I get up in the morning, it's 16 ounces immediately. Yes. And I have three glasses of water waiting for me all day long on the kitchen counter. And I just drink and down. And even in keto, you have to drink twice your weight. So I have to drink nine, uh, nine, 18, no, nine glasses of water or half your weight, uh, nine glasses of water. But you got me started. And that was such a great course. Yeah. And yeah, it got us through yeah. the and, uh, and there's pandemic. a lot of. There's a lot of uh, research on that. Uh, drinking uh, water, at least 16 ounces of water as you wake up. There's a lot of research. Uh, you can look it up online and see. It really heals rheumatoid arthritis, cholesterol, heart imbalances. It's just it's just a, a myriad of things. They're actually doing studies uh, started in the 90s in universities in Japan, and they recently did it also in the U.S. and and so uh, drink your water in the morning and throughout the day. So <laughs> is there any other question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And is there any other questions? So it's, uh, I, I think we, we covered a lot. Last time we kind of talked more about like, uh, yeah, Mark, go ahead. Uh, you're on mute. Let me uh, see if I can take you off of mute here. Oh, you, you can unmute yourself. I cannot mute, unmute you. Sorry. Wait a minute. There we go. I thought I had. Um, uh, I was just wondering where in the coursework is the abdominal massage that you recommended? Is the Chi Nat San? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's under... Okay, you know what? I'm going to send you the link directly. Okay. How's that? But it, it is in the it is in the digestive uh, portion. Um, let me I'll I'll just send you the link directly. It's, if you're in a chi breaks, is uh, there's the chi breaks for the spring, for the summer, and for the late summer. The late summer is where it's going to be. Oh. But I'll I'll send you the link uh, directly. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for for this for this talk. I hope that was informative. I hope it uh, you know got you to do something different in your in your diet or incorporate something and you know the way we change our diet we we cannot go from zero to a hundred we 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 go in increments you know so so maybe we can incorporate this water in the morning or maybe we can uh see how we can cook more vegetables do like a or something like that so it's so uh See if you if you if any of that help you or inspire you to change anything or to improve anything in your diet. Maybe you want to in, introduce intermittent fasting. You know, you know, intermittent fasting. I think starting in like you can start at twelve hours of not eating. You can start at fourteen or sixteen. You don't have to go 
you know, to, to so many hours, but you can start introducing it maybe only on Monday. So really the way to change things, I, I just like this conversations to be not only um, inspiring, but also to like, okay, what can I do? How can I, how can this talk will be beneficial to my life? Uh, instead of just being something that inspired me and I'll forget about it. So how, what, what do, what did you choose? What, maybe the intermittent fasting, maybe the water, maybe some, something from this. So I, I'd love for you to, to choose one of them and kind of s- slightly starting to move towards a better health. We can all do it. Me too, me included. So thank you so much for this. Let's do a, a closing, a closing ceremony. We'll, um, we'll uh, continue with, uh, with the meditation. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll continue with our meditation. Let's close our eyes. And take a deep breath, inhale, and as you inhale, inhale into the lower abdomen. And put your hands, allow yourself to put your hands on the lower abdomen and notice when you inhale, the hands come away from the spine. When you exhale, the hands come closer to the spine. And feel free to feel free to you know, to inhale and make the belly inflate a little more. And as you exhale, push physically a little bit more the navel towards the spine. So when you push the navel towards the spine, when you actually tuck the stomach in, This is the only way to strengthen the traverse abdominal muscle. Crunches would not do it. Any abdominal exercise that you do in the gym would not. The traverse abdominal muscles would only strengthen in this when you push the belly in and tuck it in. What's nice about it, it actually uh, invigorates the kidney. And when you push the navel strongly towards the spine, let's do it. On the exhale. And then slowly inhale and inflate it slowly. You start to generate this, what we call the digestive fire. The kidney fire. So slowly, long exhalation, push the navel in, tuck the stomach in, just see the navel come closer to the spine. As you inhale, slowly, slowly open that space between the navel and the spine. So massage the stomach, strengthen the traverse abdominal muscle, Stimulate the kidney chi. And allow the diaphragm to expand and contract.
Put your mind in the center there, right? Where the navel meets the spine. And back opening to that full expansion. This is one of the breathing techniques that support healthy digestion and increase, stimulate the kidney fire, increase the fire in the digestive system. Let's relax. And just open all the way. The belly is expanded and relaxed. And rub the stomach, slide your hands across the lower abdomen in a clockwise circle. Feel the heat of the hands on the lower abdomen as you circle around the belly. Little pressure of the hands on the lower abdomen. Breathe deeply. Hmm. Nice. Beautiful. From here, let's open the hands to the side, open the eyes. Wow. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. That was really fun and, and powerful. And I'm glad to see you all. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being part of it. Thank you for contributing to these talks. People listen to it on YouTube and on the on the on the um, podcast. So thank you for contributing to it and coming here. Thank you so much. So I'll see you next time in uh, tomorrow class. Uh, good night, Qigong. Okay, good night. Bye. Bye now. <laughs>